All right. Well, joining me this evening, folks, we have Jason Carnes Devolver of Threads. I had to had to look back at the notes there. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to roll off the tongue all at once. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well, it was uh, Jason Carnes Scum before Carnes Scum, and then, uh, <laughs> and, then and then I I changed it to harness devolver or tweet threads because I, I was before it was jason's devolver or tweet threads but then you know the uh <clears throat> a nice vegan gave me a good uh, gave us all name of the carnest scums so yeah kind of surprised with the uh together with a name like jason you should have done like friday the 13th the 13th but you know but working the, meat somewhere I, i've i've been uh, Associated with Jason Voorhees my whole life, though. Yeah, that's just gonna. <laughs> this happen. is this is this is my domain. <laughs> <laughs> just it, and like you, you know those, those tw- tweets like Google your name and post the the third the third uh, image that pops up and yeah. it's always Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Come on, it's always gonna be a hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like in the no, first I movie, it wasn't never... even him; it was his mom. Uh, and I, it's been so long since I and since I watched those movies. Yeah, the the eighties versions don't hold up at all because I mean they're just typical eighties slasher movies. And then they did like a remake, and it wasn't much better. So yeah, well, I, I remember watching uh, what was it, J- the Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, yeah, that one. The scene that 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 pops out on that was. Where he, where he puts the well, he's uh like in Freddy's world or something. He, he's having his own nightmare, and the, and the, those two girls are there, and he, he puts them in a sleeping bag and like beats them with a, a get, uh, up against a tree or something. I don't remember. Right, it's been way too long. Yeah, all I remember uh, from, from that be... one was the was the crappy ta- uh, trailer where one of the girls goes, "Take your bets." I was like, "Oh no," <laughs> they're being a little bit too on the nose with it. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I remember the first when I watched Eve, the e- Evil Dead. How was that movie supposed to be a horror movie? Uh, like it was supposed to be, and it just was not taken as a horror movie. Yeah, the, the first one I think was meant to be like a legit, you know, jump scares all over the place. There's a lot of you don't really see what the evil is coming at the cabin, and then I think the second one because Bruce worked in so many jokes, it kind of ceased being a horror movie. It was just kind of like a slapstick horror movie. Yeah, well, Bruce Campbell is, is entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I, I especially like the uh, the series on Stars. It was uh, it was really good. Uh, I never saw it. <clears throat> yeah, it just uh, kind of pretends like the uh, the reboot thing never happened, and uh, that Army of Darkness was you know maybe it happened or maybe it was a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm notorious though for either not have watched classic movies or have fallen asleep through them. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I haven't seen uh, Godfather, any of the Godfather movies. Pretty much a lot of the classics I haven't seen because you, you see them when you're younger. And now now I'm at the point where I don't have a lot of time to watch movies. You know, I got I got four kids, a wife, a job. My wife yeah. normally works, but you know, the world's on fire right now. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a a strange time to be alive to say to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I was at the store earlier and uh, I was looking at mayonnaise because I'm trying to find mayonnaise that doesn't have seed oils in it where I don't. 
Yeah, the so I don't have to make it. Yeah, the Primal Kitchen one, but you know, get get ready. It's a it's about to cost you nine bucks for a little jar. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't I don't use mayonnaise enough to to really get too phased at that. Yeah, like it's mostly for like for like sal- uh like uh, egg salad. Yeah, you make hard boiled eggs, throw it in there with some mayonnaise and stuff. And I want to do a version that doesn't have the the garbage oils in it. And so I was I was uh I was looking for some. And I saw one of the ingredients that was a non-GMO canola oil. And I thought, <laughs> like, well, it looks like the riots and the virus have made us all forget about GMO. So that's a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah, the good old uh, genetically manipulated organism. Yeah, I gotta love it. Yeah. Are yeah. they safe? I, I, we I, don't know. There's I, never been a study on it, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't really phase. That doesn't, it doesn't cross my mind enough. Yeah, it's it's like, kind of like what? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. People say, you know, well, it's organic. I was like, okay, well, it's just a label. You know, they still allow a certain percentage of GMO substance in there. So, yeah, yeah, you know, fifty one percent. You know, if if a if a car is fifty one percent American parts, oh look, it's American made. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how uh, Toyota gets away with it. You know, it says built in Texas, like on all the Tundra trucks, because they get every one of them goes yeah. out of the door with the uh, the sticker on the back. It was like, no, those parts were yeah. manufactured in Japan. They brought were brought over yeah. to Texas for for final assembly. <laughs> yeah, language is fun sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, oh yeah, it's all it's all, all a word game. It's all it's all it's a game. Yeah, <laughs> this is a game. Yeah, life life is a game, and we all lose. <laughs> yeah, you, we all lose because we we die. <laughs> yeah, you just got to know how to how to parse the word salad that comes out of people's mouths sometimes. I especially yeah, like this yeah. uh, latest one with the uh, defund the police. So I was like, okay, all right, so that means we're not giving any more of our property tax dollars over to the police, right? And I was like, well, no, your your property taxes are still going to come out. They're just going to go to other things. I was like. Okay, huh. so we're not really defunding anything, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny, I was I was listening to the radio earlier, and uh, there's a <clears throat> there's a town here in Utah that's going to be uh, uh, disbanding its police. Yeah, and I I think they said they only had one police officer, and it's a tiny town. Okay, so, so your but, sheriff's deputies are gonna pick up the slack on that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The county sheriff is gonna be doing it. Yeah, that happened here in Louisiana in a town called Sorrento. Basically, every one of those cops that on the Sorrento PD were all corrupt as all get out. <laughs> so they disbanded the Sorrento PD, and now just the uh, the parish of Shep- uh, sheriff takes over. So, yeah, it's amazing. Like the amount of tickets that were being written there all like dropped precipitously. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of just. I, I can't respect the cops that just sit there and, you know, as uh, Adam Carolla said, or do, do you swear on this? Yeah. Podcast? Man, yeah. You want to say fuck or piss okay. or shit? Go for it. <laughs> uh, he, he says uh, the cops just write, just like to write chicken shit tickets. Yeah. And yeah. Just nothing else going on. It's like no victims involved. They just revenue generating. Yeah, funny funny thing about that is uh, when my wife was pregnant um, with one of our kids, she got pulled over, and uh, 
because we had just bought the car and the, the insurance wasn't in their system yet. We say that is when she went into labor <laughs> <laughs> because the next day we were at the hospital. Yeah. She was. I was like, honestly, she was. I'm contracting over here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she. so at the time she was driving our friend home and he, <laughs> He had all of his D and D books on him because we were playing a session of D and D. Nice. She was driving him home, and the cop was like, like talking to him about the books and stuff, and uh, they're talking about D and D at the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, that's funny how that how life works, huh? Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, if you can get him talking about stuff, I mean, yeah, chances are going up that you might not get a ticket. I'll just let you off with a verbal warning yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, look more of a game, more of the game of life, you know. Yep, it's all in how you play, but uh, that's not what we're here to, to discuss today. We're here to discuss no sugar, no grains because both of us have uh, succeeded on it <laughs> to say the yeah. least. Uh, so for those for those listening who don't know, I, I, I've lost over 110 pounds doing this, uh, improved my Hashimoto's. Uh, all of my other blood markers, you know, doing really well. So, uh, Jason, what's, what's your, uh, story like? Yeah. So, uh, I, I was, uh, I, I got married young. I was, I was 18 when I got married. And before that I'd lo- I was a fat kid my whole life, which I'm going to straight out blame Pepsi and cereal. Yeah. There you go. Uh, two, two big culprits I, right there. It was, uh, yep. Uh, I, I drank a lot of Pepsi as a, as a kid, ate a lot of cereal as a kid, and you know my I, my mom was a single mom, and uh, my my brother is also uh, mentally handicapped, so it's been it was a hard. She couldn't monitor what I was doing, right? I I'm, I don't fault her for it because she was a single mom. Yeah, I mean, just that for sounds everyone. like a tough experience just with that by itself. Much less, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> At that point, she was probably yeah. just glad that you were getting calories in you. So, yeah, yeah. So you know, I my dad was not in the state, and so my grandparents mostly helped out with, the, with her kids. Right. And so it was it was a lot of at one at one point she said I could only have three Pepsis a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, think about three Pepsis. A Pepsi is like forty grams of, of sugar. Yeah. And times three. And so a lot of that, and, you know, eventually I got really, I got heavy, not my heaviest. And then I, when I got into my, my senior year, I started going to the gym and working out more. And I don't remember really dieting much, but I got down to a weight where I was, I look, I looked back at pictures of like my wedding pictures and pictures of when my, my wife and I were first dating. And it's like, I did lose a bunch of weight. I was, I was in I, I wasn't overweight. I was a normal weight yeah. for my height. And so uh, then I got married. And, uh, you know, once, you know, a lot of times when people get married, they gain weight. Yeah. And I did. And so my, my before or my before picture that comes to mind is uh, there was this picture from a Christmas party where I looked like I was kind of struggling to walk. Like I wasn't walking very well. And uh, so. Yeah, it looked like you were struggling yeah, to walk I, because, in fact, you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, one thing that 
that is crazy. When I when I lost the weight when I was in high school and got to that weight, I still never saw myself as a as normal weight. Yeah. Like it's I, I it's, it's a maybe a minor case of body dysmorphia. That, uh, I, I'm diagnosing myself here, but no, I mean I I know, totally get I, it. I was the same way because you know I would look at myself like straight on from the mirror and not from the profile. So I never really gathered how much like back fat or, you know, belly fat that I had, you know, to me, it was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm definitely overweight, you know, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm just a yeah. big fellow, right? So, yeah. So, uh, you don't ever see it in yourself, but it, uh, other people definitely notice it. Yeah. It, it, it does take my, like my wife sees me and she points out when I've lost weight or when I've, I've I've started working out since the beginning of the year, and I'm starting to get a little bit of definition, and I don't see it as fast as she does because I just see me. Yeah, you're you're seeing it every day, so you're a little bit blind to it. Yeah, and I think that's probably maybe a lot of people, unless you're taking pictures every day, which is just I'm not that vain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh... I was in the gym not too long ago, and then uh, I saw the uh, <laughs> saw this guy like taking a picture in front of the mirror, and I was noticing he was doing it every single day. I was like, "Man, you're gonna drive yourself yeah. crazy with that. You might want to do it like once a week." <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's probably Instagram culture, you know that 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 medium is. I do not like Instagram. <laughs> like it, it's poison for some for a lot of people. Oh like, yeah, we already we already have a. We already have a culture of people comparing themselves to to other people, comparing what they have, you know, their wealth and stuff. But that's just going to drive you crazy. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I'll take a little page from the uh, from the Stoics on that one. It's like you can't control what other people are doing; you can only control what you're doing. You know? Yeah. You know, I do make fun of the but, yeah. Instagram pose where you sit there with your hand on your hip, you know, kind of turned like 45 degrees to the camera and everything. I'll kinda, I I see a <laughs> lot of those pictures on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, I kind of rely on uh, – I, I took some before pictures uh, a couple months ago or about a month ago. Which, uh, <laughs> if I get to where I want to be, everyone will see them. But until then, I'm working <laughs> at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got I that. I don't have the bravery yet uh, to to show it off yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got the one. It was like in 2011. I'm kind of like sitting at a table during a friend of mine's wedding, and uh, I was at least 380 pounds. You know, it was wow. like a 4x white shirt and you know pants that barely fit, and I had to like, you know, uh, you're supposed to wear men's pants up around your uh, waistline, right? I had them like well below my uh, belly button and everything. Just so I can get them yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> but I keep that one around. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah remember this. Remember this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's you, you can tell with your clothes. Uh, I my my uh, my heaviest. I was wearing a forty-four inch waist, and now I'm I'm buying thirty-sixes. Nice. I don't, I don't see myself ever getting the thirty-fours because I actually have wide hips. <laughs> yeah. I have childbearing hips. Oh well, nice. Weird, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Clothes are—it's—it's it's nice to be able to be. I was wearing thirty-six, thirty-fours at my at my high school lowest. So getting back down to there, and then I I went online and I actually lucked out because I've never bought clothes online. 
and I went to Amazon and ordered a couple different different pairs. Right. And the Levi's I just bought the thirty six thirty four, and they they fit great. So now now I have a link to when I need new pants, I'm gonna yeah. order that again. Yeah, you kind of know what size. And different manufacturers are a little bit different. And uh, at my heaviest, I was wearing a size sixty pants. <laughs> to give you an idea. And wow. uh, like yeah. I am now down to a size 44. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Like even uh, when I was in high school, I weighed like 175 pounds. And that even then I was like a size 36 pants. And that was like at my skinniest. Uh, so I don't know what it is. I just got like, I, I don't know, maybe childbearing hips, you know, stocky uh, <laughs> type of thing. But I'm kind of tall. So, you know, six foot one. But I just, I'm kind of like built like a brick wall almost. Yeah, there, there's different body types. I think it was like an ectomorph. Have you seen, um, you know who Ethan Suple is? Uh, he was in, Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you seen his pictures lately? Yeah, he's he's jacked. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's not that big 500-pound oaf anymore, so. No, he, yeah, I think I think his body type is, is what's called like an ectomorph. Yeah, like, now you're saying it, and I remember it was like, I think, I was like a mesomorph or it was like in between something. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't have time to remember those long words. <laughs> <laughs> those long $10 mouth words. Yeah. But I, I have more of a, I, I, I have a skinny frame. I, I like my, I, <clears throat> I just have fat on it. I don't have that. I don't have like broad shoulders. So yeah, I see it. So I'm, I'm about two, I'm about two, 15 to 220, depending on the day. See, that's like my ultimate goal right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah my, if I can get down to 225, that'd be awesome. I'm like languishing at 260 right now. It's kind of upsetting me. <laughs> oh, well, the journey, you know, yep. ups and downs. I'm, my goal weight is to get to 190. And while I'm still, <clears throat> still losing, Fat, I'm also trying to build some muscle. Yeah. Because you know, I have a, I for Christmas, most of my you know we have a set amount of how much we spend on each person, and most of my my funds went to getting a bar and rings to work out at home because I, I don't have time to go to a gym, so I have to improvise. I have to have my own stuff to use because I've got four kids. I can't. I it, it's and my wife normally works uh, opposite schedule she works nights 11 to 7 30 yeah yeah so i i had to, i had to improvise so they and then based off of everyone in the fitness twitter realm that does so i think i'm doing i'm doing pretty well here okay well we just had our first drop <laughs> oh. so uh i think the last thing was uh, your wife had the opposite schedule where she works like oh, uh, yeah, 7 yeah. to 11.30 or something like that? She works from 11 to 7.30 normally. Oh, <laughs> oh graveyard shift. Okay, I when guess. There, so. when, there isn't a vir- when there isn't a virus threatening the humanity, you know? Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, doing things I, on a on a tough schedule like that, sometimes you just got to work in like a push-up or squats or something, even if it's only like a few minutes here and a few minutes there. Yeah. And that's really all it takes is – for bare minimum, um, I, I've seen that as much as little as four minutes increases your insulin sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, it don't and, take long at all. 
I mean, once you get, uh, I like try to work in like a little 10 minute thing here and a little 10 minute thing there whenever I can. Cause you know, even I've got the two kids, but you know, my work schedule is pretty nuts. So. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you now working from home, I, n- I never want to go back to the office. I just want to work from home. <laughs> and that is actually looking more, more and more like it's going to be the norm. Yeah. If people can work from home. Like, I, I think this is showing that we don't have to be crammed into an office to get our, our work done, you know? Yeah, I think that was one thing, one of the positive things about this whole thing is so it's like, look, we have a majority of our workforce. They're all telecommuting. It's working just fine. Uh, see, I'm a, in a, I'm a civil engine, in engineering, and uh, I do design work, and all of our stuff can be done, you know, at home on a computer. And uh, they found yeah. out, it was like, we're still achieving like 98% of what we were doing when we were in the office. So either yeah. we're slacking off in the office <laughs> too much uh, or at home, we feel whatever this is, we just got to get everything done so we can go back to doing whatever yeah. else we're doing at, at the house, you know? So, yeah. Well, the thing is what, what I've been, I've been working harder because I want to prove that I can work from home right. in order to work from home. <laughs> because I, I don't want to have to drive that that gives me a half hour so like if you have an extra half hour to your day you know you can do what you want with it and yeah hop on a bike I or have, something i'm doing yeah 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 work out do some push-ups and squats yeah so and which works with commute time is you know that's where a lot of our time is just wasted so yeah yeah definitely but yeah, I, I've recently started exercising that, you know, the, I lost most of my weight in diet. Diet is great for weight loss. Yeah. That's right. uh, I've, uh, had to use uh Vinny's phrase, you know, exercise is a terrible way to lose weight on a, on a few people. And they all like hit me back with questions. I was like, well, I was taught, you know, if you just run, <laughs> I was like, yeah, well you can't no, run a bad diet, you know, just continue to throw other Vinny phrases out there. Yeah, not to mention if you're running a lot and you're not getting enough protein, yeah. your lean mass is going to start going away. Right, you'll, you'll like start like, eating yourself. Like I, I saw a uh, there's a side by side between a long distance runner and a sprinter, and sprinters they're they're like they're, uh, this other video I saw is they're pretty much punching the ground with their feet yeah. to go to go fast, and so like you don't want to be just doing endless amount of cardio. Cardio is is it's great it's good for your health but if you're doing it too much you're going to eat away at your lean mass which i'm not an expert i'm just gleaning this from from everything i've read on twitter and stuff yeah same here i uh, do a little bit of reading on the subject and everything and uh you know now the intermittent fasting is like the new craze that everyone's getting behind uh, you know and it's like okay well you're going to do an intermittent fast but then you're going to have the bulletproof coffee in the morning so technically you're not fasting yeah yeah because really i've only food. put butter in my i've only put got, uh butter in my coffee like once or twice i i just got over it i i, I drink it black or i drink it with a little bit of cream yeah but you know yeah that's the other thing is trying to find just regular straight heavy cream stuff without you know the carrageenan or the diglycerides or anything in it oh yeah also uh sour cream and cottage cheese yeah you, you have to look at the labels on those. I was buying a Kroger brand, and it has a bunch of garbage in it. Yeah. So Daisy, Daisy is what I'm buying from now on. 
Yeah, Daisy is no, like legit sour cream. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, I'm not getting paid by them to say this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think we should put that out there that no company out there is sponsoring this whatsoever. No. No. <laughs> Sad thing no, to, we're, to we're admit just... to. Yeah, so I, I've probably hawked so many Primal Kitchen stuff on here that uh, Mark Session should be sending me a check, but he never does. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, that guy looks good for his age too. Oh, that, that guy's in amazing like, shape. Yeah, yeah, he, and he—he—he's crazy smart. Like he—he he was in college at selling uh, like uh, cooked chuck steak in his dorm or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got a good uh, head on his shoulders. I mean, he's worked out that uh, that primal uh, brand name. Because, uh, you know, I'm even yeah. seeing it in, like, regular Albertsons, so I don't even have to, like, order that stuff off of Amazon anymore. So it's, like, uh, you know, it's oh, just right there with all the rest of the stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Albertsons down there? Yeah. That's uh, actually the company my mom worked for. <laughs> they, but they, they bought out her company when I was a kid and moved operations from Chicago, where I was living, yeah. out, to, out to the Salt Lake area. And so... Yeah, I was about to say, you had like a little bit of a Midwestern voice to you. I <laughs> I like to joke. Um, when I was a kid, I had speech therapy because I, I joked that uh, they were just trying to stomp the accent out of me. Well, that le- that legit happened to my little brother because uh, we were raised up around our grandpa. And uh, he was uh, uh, without papers, uh, Sicilian. And so when he learned English, it was all like New York accent. So he, that's how we were talking as little kids. And so they they thought all of us had speech impediments. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny because yeah, we would say, you know, flaws. And it's like, flaws? You mean the floor? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's why Albertsons is the reason why I live in Utah now. And then they let everyone go because they sold all the Albertsons to a local company here. Oh, man. So I would have thought yeah. out west we had Safeway. When I lived out in Reno for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget who owns them. I don't, it's it might have been Kroger that owns them now. Ah, uh, that's one of maybe. those one know. of those big chains. Yeah, Kroger owns the Smiths that I, I shop at. That's my normal. What I do is okay. Back to the, the keto thing is, I, I shop the ads. I, I'm really cheap, and since since beef prices have been going up, I've been eating more chicken. And you know, people people under are like, "Why are you eating chicken?" Yeah, I don't know because because I, I like it. Yeah, it's and fine. the point is, it I like it. I'm I'm good at at cooking it. I mean, I just I just ordered a bunch of seasonings uh, that don't have any sugar and garbage in it. Yep. One was a poultry seasoning, and what I like to do is take my Father's Day present, early Father's Day present, which is a hundred and twenty dollar knife. Nice. This this giant cleaver, cut out the spine, spatchcock it. Yeah, there you go. And then, and then uh, throw the poultry seasoning on. Stick a temperature gauge into it. And a chicken. If you buy a whole chicken, it's you know uh, like a dollar a pound. Yeah, like dollar ten at most at what it's at like Walmart. <clears throat> yeah, and buy a whole chicken if you can. All this so much better. Yeah, and we we have a running uh, bag of chicken spines and stuff that we are going to make broth with. Yeah. Because we've been doing it more often because when ch- chicken is cheaper than beef right now, like a lot. 
Yeah. Whole like, lot cheaper. Like ground beef. Yeah. Like I was buying uh, the, the, the fatty ground beef for like on sale, 10 bucks for five pounds. Now it's up to $17 and just not on sale. Yeah. And so, and that's, so you do, you have to. That's typically like the 73, 27 stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you cook it and it just, it just drains off in the fat. Hey, Jason, hold on just a second. Harry Chessman here, celebrated television actor since 1962. I'm hanging out here today in the Anarchist Garage trying to get my 65 Chevrolet Impella reconditioned. Wait, what, what's that? It's not a real garage. Yeah. It, it, it's not a real garage? Nope, not a real garage. Well, that's bullshit. Well, thanks. Anyways, check out Anarchist Garage wherever you can find your podcasts. With co-host Eric LaPrice and Unreal Anna Adams. Harry Chussman, out! All right, and we're back. Yeah, that but stuff is like I, used to be super cheap, and now that's the... Uh, that's Usually they only have like the 98%, and then that's like way over the top on price. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, beef prices are getting... Are getting annoying like when i buy steak i don't i don't buy steak unless it's five dollars a pound or less yeah and so luckily i there's this store out here that's, it's one of those stores where you have to bag your own stuff they don't so maybe there's less overhead because i don't have as many employees yeah but they regularly have ribeye on sale for five dollars a pound nice and so when they do that which saturday morning i'm going over there and buying 50 bucks of ribeye you know yeah, and sometimes if you can get like a an entire roast, that way you can cut the steaks yourself. You'll save a little bit of money that yeah. way too. So, oh yeah, oh definitely around the holidays, like uh, last Christmas season, they had uh, rib roast, uh, not rib roast. Uh, well, they had those, but I normally buy if I do that uh, a New York strip roast. Yeah, and I, I cut some like one and a half inch thick steaks. Nice, and they were amazing. Yeah, and I I have, I have a foolproof method to get them rare every time. I take, I put my oven to 225 and let it, let it preheat and then salt and pepper each side of the steak. Once it's done preheating, throw it in for 10 minutes. And while that's going, heat up my cast iron to almost max. Yeah. And then I drop the, uh, I drop the, the butter in. And uh, so, it's, so it's not hot when the butter uh, gets thrown in. So it kind of melts, and then right when it's done, or at the 10 minutes it's done, throw it in a minute aside, and rare every time. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a reverse sear where you're uh, cooking yeah, a little yeah. bit in the yep. oven. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse sear is my is my main method. Yeah. I love reverse sear. It's uh always tends to uh, be consistent on the results. Yeah, as long as you follow yeah. the steps, it'll it'll deliver a consistent thing. That's the reason why they do it in restaurants so much. Yeah, and uh, I don't I don't know if you've seen my pictures of my cast iron. I I bought a cast iron for five dollars from a thrift shop, and restored it, and it looks great. <laughs> oh, it's like an old Griswold or an old lodge. It was an old something. I don't know, but yeah. when I bought it from 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 the thrift shop, it had cobwebs in it. Nice. <laughs> probably rusty yeah oh yeah 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 i let it sit in a bath of water and vinegar which got the rust off yep and then scrubbed it out and then seasoned it like five times 
Yeah, that's uh, that, that's an entire section of YouTube right there is restoring old cast iron. So, uh, yeah, people do some crazy stuff with the cast iron pans. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've got a yeah. couple of lodges that I've uh, smoothed the bottom of because I've uh, like yeah. stripped it and everything else and redid it just to make it a little more yeah. slick. But yeah, it, it's worth it though. Those are that's the best way to cook steak. Yeah. Is in cast iron so you can get it as hot as you need it to actually get a, you know a crust on the outside yeah this is what you're looking for so yeah yeah because even doing steaks on a grill I'll, I'll find that they uh they tend to overcook a little bit more on the grill yeah i i, I haven't done a lot of, of grill cooking I, i've been trying to get back into it I, oh into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm getting t- tips for my yeah, I just got the old uh, Weber uh, grill, and uh, yeah, well, that's that's a tried and true method. I, I have a, a thirty dollar Walmart grill that my friend bought and left here <laughs> years ago. Just haven't done anything with. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, I didn't do it for. I didn't grill much for, for a while, but recently I've been trying to get back into it because I see a lot of my friends on Twitter with with grills and, <laughs> and stuff, and the stuff comes like and it tastes really good too yeah like um the, the the smoky taste yeah have you ever seen one of those uh auto wild um broilers oh yeah sean baker's yeah uh, i want oh, one of those yeah. so bad <laughs> yeah yeah definitely because the way i would used to broil my steak what i would take my uh, charcoal starter and then i would just stick the steak under that under that for a couple of minutes because hmm. it's, it's it's screaming hot underneath there yeah Learned that one from Elton Brown, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that usually turns out a pretty good one, and you get a little bit of that smoky flavor from the charcoals and everything. So. Yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna get get a gas grill, but I kind of got convinced by a couple of my Twitter friends to just stick with charcoal because of it's. Yeah, you, I wasn't good at it. I, I bought a starter, and it's a lot easier with a starter. You yeah. Know? drop ten dollars on a starter and you're you're good yeah and if that thing's if that thing's breaks the you know the the charcoal starters themselves ain't that much so i mean it's yeah. literally just steel that they rolled up into a tube and stuck a handle on so i mean <laughs> yeah you could probably yeah. make one if you found scrap you know <laughs> oh yeah definitely yeah actually it's pretty interesting to see the people that that make grills out of like old barrels like steel barrels oh yeah like those yeah. smokers out of them Again, that's a that's, uh, that's another kind of whole bottom. section on uh, YouTube there because there's a ton yeah, of videos yeah. on there. This later, yeah, latest one I saw, this uh, guy had welded together uh, a Star Wars at at grill, where you open up like the back of the at <laughs> at, and there's the, there's the grill. I was like, oh man, I would spend so much money on that. It's a good thing I don't got it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, weight loss is diet. Uh, exercise is for is for general health and longevity. Definitely. Right. Like, like yeah. yeah, you can't outrun your your way out of a bad diet. Yeah, it's like I tell my friends. I was like, you look, you're going to lose weight at the table. You know, get faster and stronger in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say is the uh, six pack is made in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's 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 a combination of being lean and actually having work to your muscles. Yep. Which I'm, which was, which is our goal, right? That's right. 
I mean, you got four kids. You want to be able to chase around them, you know, when they're <laughs> while they're growing up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because the dad bod. You have you seen those those dad bod mannequins? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's sad. Yeah, that <laughs> it, it it is. It's it's normalized. I think we we have normalized mediocrity in the, in this country. It, yeah, well, maybe everywhere. I don't know. Just like I, I don't have a lot of hope for my generation. I, I, maybe I'm just kind of, you know. I don't know. We all uh, we all get pessimistic cynical. with it. Yeah, uh, I saw a great uh, Babylon B. Have you ever seen the Babylon B? Like yeah, satire yeah. news. They had this one today. It was like yeah. uh, all protesters got quieted down after receiving participation trophies. <laughs> oh, I laughed so great. hard, and that's so true. Yeah. And it shows like this like smiling blonde woman and she's got the little participation trophy is like you did it on it. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, so oh, I love the man. Babylon Bee so much. It just it holds up a mirror to society so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's a there's a subreddit called uh, Not the Onion. Not the Onion. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, yeah. I haven't heard of it, but let me guess. It's like, like actual true stories that look like they may have been written on the onion. Yeah. That's yes, the kind of the gist. Ridiculous. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> we're, we're living in clown world as, as a lot of people on Twitter like to say. Yep. Honk, honk, brother. It... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but de- yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. The world's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to tell me twice. The world's on fire with not, not. But yeah, not not just with with uh, you know current politics. The world's on fire as far as like diet. We'll go back to that. Oh yeah, is we're everything is we're marketed nonsense. You know, you eat a bag. You can't eat just one Dorito. I mean, you can, but you're going to be irritated. You're going to be angry. Yeah, because be like, food I'm scientists have spent a lot of time one. determining what's going to push those little buttons in your reward center. Yeah. Yeah, a mix of carbs and fat and some salt and some sugar. It's it's designed. You know, we're 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 humans. We're animals. You know, right? We're we're we're, we're attached to our biology, and, and they sometimes know what you just to can't do overwrite that. Into it. Yeah, yeah. So, and people also. I don't think I don't think a lot of people like to spend time cooking much anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they I mean, didn't have to as a kid. Old, you know, that came home and it yeah went to the cabinet and pulled something out of a bag. Yeah, like my kids are already cooking bacon and eggs for themselves. Yeah, they're put they're putting a pan on and making eggs and bacon for themselves. So they're they're already learning life lessons. And like like one thing one thing I lucked out is uh, my wife went she she was a young aunt on whatever. And uh, so she's been pretty much helping raise kids since she was nine. So it makes it a lot easier to parent kids when you have a wife that knows what she's doing. Yeah, I got we, a lot we of we life just... experience at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she probably changed her first diaper at age nine. Yep, so. that's uh, definitely something other kids should be doing too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody yeah. that they know. Yeah, It'd be a little might. strange for you to go find a stranger's baby to change their diaper. I'm just saying. <laughs> that sounds like a felony. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, 
the dietary guidelines, six to 11 servings of grains, that's nonsense. That's, oh yeah, that's just, uh, I think crazy it, talk. It, uh, yeah. And, and if you look at, at the daily values, the protein is not prioritized at all. Like hundred yeah. percent of daily protein on those things is like 50, 60 grams of protein. And personally, I shoot for 180 a day. That's like 50 should be and, like one meal, you know? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You should be eating. You should be eating a lot of protein on every meal. Yeah. I even get that with my little three-year-old because sometimes she'll say hungry, you know, and I'll suggest something. And she goes, no, something else. And I was like, please just eat this. <laughs> just eat all of this meat real quick. You'll find that you won't be hungry afterwards. Yeah. And then, of course, she does. And then, you know, I don't hear anything else again for another couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like to keep a bowl, like a bowl or a container of hard-boiled eggs in the fridge. And like, it's like, I'm hungry, go have a hard-boiled egg. And most of the time they'll do that. Yeah. Well, my little girl discovered biltong, but I think now she's got like teeth coming in. Or, uh, you know, the baby uh-huh. teeth are about to go, so now she doesn't want to sit there and chew on it. So now I'm like, oh. I was like, man, I found you a meat snack that doesn't have any sugar in it. Yeah. That you that you don't mind eating. Oh. My hopes were yeah. dashed. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Yeah. And it's pretty it it's pretty important to keep, teach your kids how to be good healthy adults and good good people. And my since since I've had my bar and ring, my kids like to play them. Yeah. Like my my son my my third son who's crazy ADHD will use the rings and just keep doing back yeah, Over found something he likes to do. My, my, yeah. yeah, and you know, I don't mind. Get his energy out. Like, sure, it. do it a hundred times. Knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And my older kids, uh, my, I have one that's almost 12, one that's almost 11. They, they've been playing on the rings. They've been trying to get a pull-up in. So it, it's, it's being a good example is, is pretty important to me. Yeah, and that you also have like a little built-in competition there because whoever's going to do the pull-up first is not going to let the other one live uh-huh. that down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And I got my I got the resistance bands that that aid in the put in pull-ups, which they they sometimes use. But my oldest is almost there. I, I bet you. I bet if he keeps going in the next couple of months. He'll get one in. Oh, and that's going to be like the happiest day right there when he finally gets it. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be the same with me. I'm I'm still doing assisted pull-ups, and really, it's it's kind of a measure of of fitness. And I'd like to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hear you. I'd, I like to do the uh, the flexed arm hang, where you're just uh, kind of sitting there and you make sure that your uh, your forearm and your arm is at a ninety degree angle and see how long you can hold that position. Oh yeah, yeah. A negative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are yeah, my negatives. When I when I first started this year, it was get in the position and drop. But now I'm probably maybe five seconds of holding that. Yep. So it's it's fun to see progress. And you know, something I'll 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 say about uh weight loss is weight loss is fun, but getting at like strength and getting seeing yourself progressing far as like strength and maybe building some muscle feels almost better than weight loss because weight loss is weight loss is passive yeah while getting muscle is active yeah that's always fun too especially when you're doing stuff that uh the other people your age can't do 
So like the the yeah. other day, I was like down underneath the desk trying to unplug something. And, you know, from prone, just hop right back up to my feet. And like everybody else was like, man, you can do that. And I was like, yeah, you just going from prone to standing in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also fun is uh, some of my, my Twitter friends like to do challenges where they, you know, I, I'm I'm a really noob as far as the exercise goes. And so I get tagged in these challenges like last last Sunday was a dip challenge. So I got on my my rings, put a, an assistance band and uh, did some dips. Yeah, and it's fun to be able to do that. Like bef- like the, maybe the beginning there, I wouldn't be, I didn't have the strength. And like it, it feels good. And, and also exercise does feel good. It feels good. It feels good to accomplish things. Yeah. It, and there, there are many victories because I don't think I don't think a lot of people have those many victories in life because we're we're a very like work hard for money and then come home and watch Netflix and stuff. We're that society where we're just kind of just going through the motions. Yeah, especially if you're in like but, a service job, you're not going to see progress. Oh yeah, because it's the same damn customer every day. You know, their face yeah. may look different. Their their voice may be different, but it's the same thing every day. Yeah. But, like, I, I think if he, more people exercised and saw these mini victories, they'd be happier. And also, exercise releases endorphins. Yeah. It makes you feel better. And I I, I think to myself, the, more, the, the, the less you want to do something the more you probably be, should be doing it. Yeah. And yeah. And I don't like to quote Joe Rogan too often, but I mean, he does have a point <laughs> when he says, you know, conquer that inner bitch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I you, you, you have to. Yeah. Cause I mean, your, your mind will play tricks on you. <laughs> it's like the brain oh, yeah. wants to be lazy for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the, the running from a lion gene maybe just going away. <laughs> but again, we're also a lot of us are just in in fight or flight mode all the time. You know. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm not innocent of that. Like a lot of times, my brain's like, "Hey, it'll get to a point where I'm not worrying about something," and I think, "Crap, what am I not worrying about? I should be worrying about right now." Yeah. I've got four kids and a wife. <laughs> Is there a tiger behind that bush? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're, we're living in this fight or flight, just constant, constant, just. Oh yeah. And the media definitely capitalizes on that because they know if you're scared, oh, yeah, yeah. you're going to be easily controlled. So yeah. Yeah. I tweeted that they eat up more bacon than you do the news. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so good that you should make that a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, I'll get multiple streams of income like the alpha. Do. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I designed shirts too, and I haven't sold one in months, but they've all got, you know, pretty fun sayings on them. But uh, <laughs> I was just trying to get people to look at them first. That's the trick. Yeah. Marketing, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. I'd be a terrible salesman. Yeah, I've got that gift of gab, but for whatever reason, like sales just isn't my thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Extroverted and talkative yeah, enough. I, I, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't have the self-confidence. <laughs> yeah, that could be a thing. I don't have the, I don't have the self, 
I don't have the self-esteem, you know. Well, you start doing, uh, you know, a whole bunch of pull-ups and dips and start getting jacked like Ethan Supley. You know, because that, that uh, sentence yeah. wouldn't have been said 20 years ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, we were like, with the, the kid from Remember the Titans? I was like, yeah, yeah, him. He's jacked. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a giant. Yeah, I, I listened to him on uh, Mark Bell's podcast. And yeah. It, it was interesting. Ah, that's, uh, you know, that's definitely one of those success stories out there. You know, he's uh, he's definitely turned it around. Yeah. We all should emulate that kind of success. Yeah, and I think people need that. I, I think people need to know that what they're going through is not unique. I mean, yeah, everyone is their own special, you know, snowflake, but right. it's not unique. You're not, you're not doomed to where you are in life. Yeah. It's not you like, have to work for it. Yeah, I've, I've told people that myself. I was like, look, you ain't the first human being to ever go through this, and you're not going to be the last. So yep. let's let's take a look at the ones who succeeded at it. Let's find out what they did, and you can do it too. Yep. Yeah. I, I, one quote I like is, you know, Terry Crews. Yeah. The uh, he he said, uh, "the the the world is a kitchen. Make your own pie." That's right. And that's something that has rung with me. Yep. Can't fault that logic. But you know, stay away from pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a fat head pizza, do that. Yeah, there you go. I've, I've got I've got the fat head dough recipe memorized. So <laughs> <laughs> I know where to go. Actually, what I've been making is uh, well, last time I did, I, I don't I don't do a lot of the substitutes because I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of but, work that goes into uh, making a substitute. So yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much you know meat and vegetables and the occasional fruit, but uh, uh, pizza, you know, a ground beef crust. I did something similar uh, a couple of months ago. I make my own sausage because I can't find sausage that doesn't have corn syrup in it. So yeah, I made my own ground pork Italian sausage. Made that the crust. Put the regular toppings on there, and you know a little, little cutout for the pepperoni. But I mean, it's like two grams because <laughs> of the dextrose yeah. in it but you know it, sunday treat it was not that offensive but uh yeah i made that and um i posted those pictures all over the place and people were like what did you do i was like oh that's that whole sausage patty right there that's the crust <laughs> came out to like 13 inch crust it was it was nice yeah that sounds that sounds really good <laughs> but there was a lot of preparation wow. into it because he make the sausage one day let it sit in the fridge overnight and then put it out on a on a pan that's got to bake until it's done, and then you got to put it back in the oven to to cook the topping. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. The easiest thing that I do as far as like substitution is I do a fathead uh, biscuit, and then I take like sausage, and I try to find the least offensive sausage. And then brown it, throw some cream in, it, and then spice it, and then xanthan gum to suck out some of the, the moisture. Right, and use that as my biscuits and gravy. Yeah, and that, that's ma- it's most like it's at most like once a month. Yeah, you're not doing you that. Know, every other day. than that, yeah. I'm doing no. I'm doing a lot of steak, a lot of chicken, a lot of you know ribs. Yeah, I, I use a 
Well, that was the other thing I found is like chicken and pork are in plenty, plenty of full uh, supply because I've been getting like pork loins and cutting those down into chops. And then the, they yeah. had like the the baby back ribs on sale. So, I mean, I'll be buying like a whole rack for like eight bucks. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right, I'm going to yeah. get a couple oh, yeah. of meals out of this. Yeah. Oh, pork loin. I bought a, a pork loin, uh, the whole in a bag for like a dollar a pound when yeah. it's on sale. And I made this uh, Tuscan style pork. That's like you, you flatten it out, you put pancetta and some other spices and then roll it up and then cook it. Yep. And then made a, ro- a rosemary cream sauce for it. And it was amazing. Like the best pork that wasn't like ribs or bacon I've ever had. Yep. Uh, growing up in the Sicilian household, we called that salt and broca. So we pound out oh, a uh, pork chop okay. really thin and then you put a whole bunch of uh, uh, spinach and some pancetta maybe some uh, ricotta cheese on the inside, roll that up and then a whole bunch of uh, paprika and uh, some other seasonings on the outside. Oh, so, so you have, you have awesome. first, first hand experience with, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You have first hand experience with Italian food. How much, how much do Italians really eat pasta? Cause Vinny's constantly saying pasta is like a side dish. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it was, um, see us growing up, uh, Sicilian households, they, there was not a whole lot of pasta to begin with. Uh, Sicilians are different than regular Italians. So it's, uh, yeah, the, ah. we had like a lot of chicken dishes, a lot of fish dishes. Um, and then like, so you might get like a little plate of spaghetti or something, but it was like, that's not what you came to family dinner for. Yeah. Yeah. And you think if you just ate spaghetti with nothing on it, it yeah. just tastes like dough. Yeah. It's just glue with some butter on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you're hungry a couple hours later. That's that's the thing about carbs is I, it, one, it leaves me hungry. And two, uh, it also, my, my, we found out when we went low carb is my, my, my wife, her stomach was always hurting. And when we cut the bread and the pasta and garbage out, her stomach issues went away. And yeah, amazing how that works out. Yeah. Was, yeah. Cause she, she has, her whole family has arthritis and it's, it's much better when she's not eating carbs. Yeah. Cause her joints aren't inflamed. Yeah. So, so there's more than just weight loss. Yeah. Hurts not eating sugar. Yeah. Well, the big one for me, uh, cause I had chronic acid reflux. So after doing no sugar, no grains for a few months, like I wasn't, I didn't have to keep the, uh, the, the, the pile of, uh, Pepsi AC next to the bed, you know, in case I, yeah, good. Yeah. You know, in case I woke up with Mount Vesuvius going on, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, what else is good about that is one of the drugs for it, Zantac is off the market now because, uh, it causes cancer. It yeah. has carcinogens in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing I noticed with those type of things is that shortness of breath is listed as a possible side effect. And I was getting that too. You know, which is not good when you're trying to <laughs> when you're trying to exercise and stuff. Yeah, and you can't get on a treadmill treadmill yeah. for more than ten minutes. So yeah, yeah, no one, no one wants that. And then one one other thing is uh, another big reason why I wanted to lose weight is I I had high blood pressure at age twenty seven. Yeah, that's never going to be a good day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's normalized since then. So that's I'm going to be around a little longer. You know. Yeah, that's always good. 
Yeah, I was one of those weird medical oddities. Like every time I would go into the doctor, even though I was you know well north of three hundred and fifty pounds, uh, he would look at me. A one Cs were fine, blood sugars fine, you know, resting heart rate was about seventy two beats per minute, <laughs> and then like the blood pressure yeah. was you know a little elevated, but it was still within the normal range. And the doctor was like, "It's like I just yeah. I don't understand these numbers." I was like, "I don't know either." <laughs> I I, th- I think well, Ted Naiman kind of talked about like per, personal fat thresholds. I, I, I'm not going to claim to know much about that, but now you'll have to talk to Ted about that. One. We'll suckle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you'll watch like my 600 pound life, which we watch actually frequently because it's kind of, it's interesting. And we love doctor now <laughs> there, there's, there is a, there is a subreddit for my, my 600 pound life. And do you know what cameo is? the 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 site where you can hire celebrities to give you like personal yeah uh, messages. Uh, Gina Grad is on there and I've been like tossing up if yeah. I should have her like do like an intro for my podcast and just pay her fifty bucks for it <laughs> oh that'd be that'd be funny I was thinking about uh, it yeah but Doctor Now was on that you know I don't, I don't know if you watched the show but there's, there's a little Iranian doctor that just tells people you're eating too much and uh he sent a personalized happy birthday or something to someone and i thought that was hilarious <laughs> now i've not seen the show because i i look at those kind of things and i'll just start getting mad it was like my uh yeah oh yeah yeah because my wife liked to watch uh hoarders back in the day when that show was on and i would be looking i was like oh, yeah oh my god how many of these people just enable this behavior <laughs> <laughs> yes Oh yeah, well, the thing is, it's 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 all you know addictive behavior, and you have your enablers that, and it's food addiction is is a thing. Yeah, right? you know, carbs hijack me. Like, if I ate like a donut in the morning, that it'd be like that's the day's shot. Yeah, because the rest I of the don't day have is just done. Will, willpower. Yeah, willpower is not something that we. I don't think it's actually in evolutionarily. What what did we have willpower? What did we need it for? Yeah, there was no. But nowadays, no use. and nowadays we have to have it, so it's really poor. And you know, as we were talking about earlier, food scientists have jacked our our uh, our palate. Oh yeah. And then you you eat carbs that are super fast digestive, and uh, you're hungry later. And I, I don't like that. I I don't like being hungry in the morning. I I, I typically don't eat breakfast. And sometimes don't even lunch. It, it just two bigger meals during the day. Um, I don't like to be hungry. And like people say, oh, the diet. If you diet, you're going to be hungry. No, not really. No. If you if you eat a lot of protein, which is something I've heard about, is the 24 hour uh, energy expenditure is higher when you reach certain amounts of protein. You you, you burn more. You eat enough protein. Right. And then you you're not hungry. Yeah, when I'm deep into it and serious and everything, it's like, uh, you know, about 3.30 in the afternoon, I might start feeling a little bit of a hunger pang or something. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. you know, I might like snack on a little like olive or cheese or something at about five or six. And then that, that was it for the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're if you're uh, eating right, you're not. All right. And we're back. Because apparently right. Zoom thought I was going too long. Oh yep. <laughs> I think we're 
<laughs> Maybe they're owned by Big Food and they're they're worried about us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like all of a sudden you cut out and I was like, oh, what happened now? And then I look over and it's like, hey, try using Zoom Pro. I'm like, oh, no, we're not doing this again. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we will get connected as many times as we need to in order to get this conversation. <laughs> right. But actually, as it was, I, I think that was probably about a, a good place to cut it for today. Uh, so, Jason, do you have any uh, plugs that you want to drop right here? Uh, just my Twitter, at Pirate 8 uh, It's mostly about, uh, most of the time now, I'm doing more uh, jokey stuff. I, I don't go I don't go too deep in a, in a, like diets or anymore, but I, I follow all the people because diet is now a religion. And if you post something that someone doesn't eat or like, you're going to get torn down, but you know, come to me. I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to toot my horn, but I think I'm funny. I think a lot of people follow me because I, I try to make people laugh. No, I mean, you got a good sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, we're, we were trading jokes back up, back and forth up here. So yeah, it's definitely uh, worth to follow <laughs> if nothing else. Uh, Cause we can both tag team uh, Bobby Joe Woods and uh, irritate her some more. So, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She's, yeah, she's funny. Uh, when I, when I, my my kittens or my cat had kittens and i said uh once i hit a thousand followers i post a bunch of cat pictures and <laughs> once once i i got there she's like kitties <laughs> <laughs> yeah she definitely loves uh, cats i mean she she is uh one of my favorite accounts to follow on on the uh, on the hell site and uh it, it gets really fun when you hijack one of her threads and then she has to mute that thread I mean, you, you almost have to look yes. at it as a personal victory oh <laughs> I've done that several times. I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby Joe, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. it is my fault. <laughs> my fault. But you choose. You chose to follow me. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the uh, the first time uh, I had her on. I was like trying to get her to bite on a uh, a stupid conspiracy theory about classic rock radio, and yeah, she just you know was like, oh well, that's interesting, and then just wanted to move on from there. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's great. I love it. I love the internet culture. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. So fun. All right, Jason. Well, thank you for uh, for tagging along. Uh, I know we had several interruptions on this one, but not quite as bad as the last one that we tried doing. So No, there were like, there's one disconnection. We're, we're good. <laughs> Hopefully this worked out. Yep. Uh, we'll have a few silences to, to edit out, but it shouldn't be too bad. But, uh, Jason, you have yourself a great night. Uh, get back to your, uh, to your kids and your wife. And, uh, We'll see you next time, okay? All right, cool. Thanks. All right, man. Take it easy. Bye. Nah, you too. All right, folks, and there he goes. So, again, if you've had like a little cutout in this episode, I do apologize. Uh, Zoom was kind of being a, a real douchebag on this episode. But otherwise, go down below to check on the show notes so that you can see where you can go follow Jason at because I'll have it linked right there. Yeah. And uh, while you're down there in the show notes, because you are going to the show notes, right? Wink, 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 wink. Uh, I've got all the different ways to support this podcast. If you're finding a value in it, uh, you can go down to the Patreon, subscribe, star, float. Uh, I've got, you know, the Cash App and the PayPal address down there. If you just want to hand over some fiat currency that I can immediately go change into something else. Uh, also, I have merch. That's right. I have a veritable bazaar right there on uh, teespring.com forward slash rubble with a cause podcast. And like I was uh, saying in this show, I've got several different little shirts that's got funny sayings on it and uh, and a hat 
up there that says don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. So if you want to get all that stuff, please, by all means, go there, buy something. You know, that's fine. Uh, or, you know, if you have the Brave browser, and I have a link down in the show notes to get onto Brave, uh, you can tip me in basic attention token. Uh, every once in a while, I'll get like this odd tip on Twitter or on my YouTube channel, which is also linked. And uh, it's like, okay, you got 50 cents. I was like, fantastic. <laughs> so somebody gave me two bits. And that's all I'm worth. Anyways, you guys uh, take it easy. Uh, But before we go, I also wanted to remind you, you know, rate and review the show so I can get you in front of new ear holes and new eyeballs. So other than that, guys, take it easy. We'll come at you next time with a new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out.